Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Chop Social here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, Searching Gooch. We got a, a little company, Gooch. We have a, a, a newbie here in studio uh, introducing Pete McNally. Pete, man, welcome to the team, bro. What's going on? Happy to be here. Yeah, man. New intern, courtesy of... Uh, see, I, mean, I, I knew that getting Jimmy Palumbo in here was a good idea, but when he said, hey, I got a guy that would like... Go get coffee for you. Get. I was like, let's solid do it. Solid get by Jimmy over there. <laughs> solid here. get. So we got some new company. Uh, we're you know making waves here at Chop Sports this week. I mean, look, we're going to change things up. We, we decided to turn the Chop Social into just that, a social interaction, a social what we've been got going on, you know, turn our Chop Sports podcast more into geared. Yeah, we want to go national watch. with the Chop Sports podcast. Yes. So we can't talk about the goings on of a Woodbridge yeah, because people are like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And uh, my brother pointed that out. So he was like, hey, listen, you know, you guys might want to chill on the not chill like it was a bad thing. You know, just nobody wants to hear it. Moving yeah. on. Move, that, right. right. Yeah. Move, yeah, we, move we, on. So so here you're going to get that. Yes. Yeah, so you'll, you'll get the 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 local scene here on the Chop Social. And we start with the fact that the Chop Sports co-ed softball team is now 0-4. We've started the year 0-4. You and I finally made our debuts last night. Uh, as we record this, it is Friday afternoon. Last night we 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 played frauds and broads, and uh, I felt like we did okay in that first game. We got ourselves a decent little early. Team. Early we were going and we were hitting. Um, we weren't hitting with runners in scoring position. Right, I mean, we were we were pulling the Yankees on. And I'm gonna one. just say it now. Just get it out of the way. Just gonna get it out of the way because I know it's coming, and I'd rather you know take this head on. Come from the horse's mouth. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> I struck out looking. <laughs> With the bases loaded, I took great pleasure. I love to win. I want to win. I want to score a million runs. But when I got to write a backwards K in the book, I was like, this, Being, this was, is embarrassing. I'm not sure because I wasn't there last week, so I'm not sure if I'm the first backwards K. But, I mean, hey, season. listen, it, that, that's that's something to be proud of. Yeah, and, you know, I'm a head case, so it was, it was troubling it for me. It didn't mess with you. It, it was troubling for me early. I got whirly, I got whirly birded a couple times in the outfield by some, some uh, missiles. Dick, dick missiles by, Absolute by missiles. their pitcher. And I, I hustled through it. You I did. think I think that um, I got over the yips. Midway through. There was a little bit of a yip. I had the yeah. yips, though. I, I, that, uh, I, I walked. I never walk. In slow-pitch softball, you're not even supposed to no, walk. I'm, if I'm wondering if Dave is going to call himself out on that I, I will call myself <laughs> on this. That ball was as close as it gets. It may or may <laughs> the, not have the painted short, the black. The, the shortstop was talking shit. It may, I, when you once got I the got, second and, base. And in this league, uh, when you walk a guy, we get two bases because you anybody can walk a guy to get to a girl in the lineup. So they give you two bases if you walk as a guy. So that's what I did. I go to second. I'm hearing shit from their shortstop. I'm hearing shit from their their center fielder. Like there was guys how, in there was guys in our dugout that? that were complaining to the ump like that was a strike. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> shut the fuck up. He's on second base. Right. So oh, and then that led to we we're down a run when that happened. And it led to what I'm considering one of the most heroic things I've ever done in, in sports, really. Uh I believe the next batter. Uh, might have been Liz or one of the girls, whoever, 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 whoever came three. up. Girl three, me. girl three. What? Yeah, I know they're all they're all labeled G one, G two, G three in the book. So I'm on second ball. Uh, not, not a little dribbler goes to third, right? And I'm on second, so I got. I'm gonna check him off, see what he does with it. He doesn't even hesitate. Fires it over to first. I'm going to third, right? I'm done. So I get to third base. 
And I'm like, I'm looking across the diamond, and it's they're juggling it around. They're, you know, they're, they're screwing around. And I'm like, we're down a run. I'm going home. I'm Willie Mays hazing this son bitch, and I'm going to run my ass off. And now let's keep in mind, 35 years old, 265 pounds of solid, I don't even know what, and I shouldn't be doing this. And I booked it. Booked it. He says booked it, ladies and gentlemen. I booked it. As fast as my fat ass can book it, I booked it. And I'm running as fast as I can go. The problem is I'm like Jack Parkman in this situation. And little tiny catcher is a female. And she's blocking the plate. Just straight up come get some. She looks like Lil Wayne. She did look like Lil Wayne. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) so I'm like, all right. This is it. Like, I mean, I have to make a decision. She's going to get the ball on a rope because, you know, these fielders are good. You know, they fired in and I I should have slid, but I did not. I should have been called out on the no slide, but I, I think it would have been very devastating. I would have killed. A, a I would have killed her. At home I would have killed situation. her. And I haven't slid since I was 14 years Speaking old. Speaking of, I had I had first slide on the first and it was a head first fall into second base. But I'm going to get back to, to your your little heroics. Can so, I can I at least call myself safe because I was? Oh yeah, you were safe. Yeah, and then I put my leg <laughs> I exposed my right leg, which is my bad knee, torn ACL m- moons ago. I I and I I planted at home plate. And I felt like it got stuck there for like a half a second. I'm like, and when it was done, I'm pumped because I run I, I look at the ump, I'm like, I'm under the tag, you know, and he's like, safe. I'm like, oh my so god, I, I gotta, scored. Yeah, that's my first um observation was you gotta give the ump credit. He was right there. Because he was right there and I'm going to tell you why I give the ump credit. Because when, when you took off, I was in my head, I was like, this is a gr- great. You know, you go through the range of emotions really fast <laughs> in your brain. So I'm like, great. He, you know, we're down one. He's d- good idea. They're not paying attention. I was like, he's going to be safe by a mile. In less than one <laughs> fraction of a second, I was like, oh, he's going to be out by a mile. <laughs> and he was out by a mile. He got the throw beat him by like six feet, but he's fucking limber. He's All nimble, sudden, ladies and gentlemen. Six he foot, one and a half, size, 260. What are you, size 11? I don't know what size shoe you wear. Shoe 12. Size 12 shoe under Lil Wayne's tag. <laughs> and the ump was like, save. And I'll, now I've played in these leagues. He, he had a shit call on my strikeout. I'm going to fucking call that out there. <laughs> strike one wasn't a strike. I, I ate it. But then I gave him credit because the throw beat you. Oh yeah, right? and when and in these rec leagues, it's typically the rule amongst the umpires. And maybe Hawaii Mike will comment on this because he's a, a ump and he's always talking shit about the umps. That when the throw beats the runner, they're always called out in these leagues. They don't really look at like the oh, impressive he was, slide. He was on top of it. So not only did he get there and give us the benefit, he called you. He he, he called your strike three a ball, right? <laughs> Dave got. Listen, I was schmoozing him behind the plate. Yeah. Remember, I was playing catcher. So me and him were buddies, you know? So I was like, maybe this will help in, in the end. And it, it was did. solid though. And we needed the run only to give up six runs in the bottom half of that <laughs> inning. And, and it, they blew it open on <laughs> and us. That was it. And that was the beginning of the whirly birds that I was talking about. I got a rocket hit at me and I ran Bro, into that the ball that remember I'm playing catcher. So I see the angles of these things. That ball that was hit to you. You're in left center. So like you have that ball was hit to left center, but it started in left and your first move was break to yeah. the left. And then that like thing three just hard steps the wrong spun. way. I've never seen I was like, how does that even happen? Like how does a ball do that? And it's probably their juice bats. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, we had we had one hit out of the infield in the first six innings. And, Bo- Bobby, and, by the way, and, our pitcher hit a moonshot. And the the shortstop was like, check their bats after he hit that. I was like, dude, we can't even get it over. We've your been getting slow head. dribblers to the shortstop forever, and you're complaining about our bat. Bobby is a stud. We have some studs on our team. Uh, and I think we're going to be okay. Next week, we got Body Bronze. So a sponsor of this, Chop Social, we're playing against them. So I'm sorry, Mike. I love you. But we're hungry. But we we're hungry for a win now. Now we're 0-4. You got some angry, angry players that are just, I don't even know, salivating. Salivating. Need to win. So that's that's Chop Sports softball update. All right, we're 0-4, probably dead last in the league, probably next to body bronze, unless they won a game yesterday. I don't know. I'll check. But what we do on the Chop Social is that we are social media driven. The Facebook group was buzzing about a couple things. Uh, we are coming off a a draft. You know, we talked about the draft party. We did all that stuff. That's what, kind of, that's what led us to the change. And like, all right, nobody wants to hear about the Big Shots Woodbridge Sports Bar draft party unless you're literally in fucking Woodbridge. Yeah. But anyway, and I didn't mean to curse, but um, I did. I know. Uh, but so the draft comes and goes. A lot of people are happy. A lot of people are upset. Gooch is still going crazy about the Rogers I'm stuff. I'm actually content because I don't buy any of All it. All right, well, that's great, but... There are, you know, draft picks that are good, and then there are busts. And I, I, I want to say it was Duke Manu. I'm not sure. I could you be say wrong. him every time. You're not sure. Just, you know why? Because he posts the most. So like, I, I, I just when all else fails, I'm gonna go with Duke. But anyway, stole Jim Slobin's thunder. I know I did steal his thunder. Sorry, Jim. Um, but anyway, so top ten draft busts of all time. Here's the list. And, I mean, we'll start off, I guess, with number one because, I mean, that's that kind of makes sense. But we'll throw in our own spin. We'll throw in our own guys that, that weren't mentioned on this list. But it starts with Ryan Leaf, the second overall pick uh, in the draft where he was picked right after Peyton Manning. Yeah. So that's number one. Do you have a discrepancy yes. of number one? Immediately is have it, a discrepancy. Is it the number two one? It's not like they had the first pick and they took Ryan Leaf and passed on Peyton Manning. So they they okay. kind of like that was pretty consensus. Fair. Fair. Um so it was up to the Colts I think there's not a, to mess there's it levels up. to the bust. Like the you want to put it on the player as far as or the situation. I mean, he was the situation. I think most teams are taking Ryan Leaf in the in the two pick if they're in need of a quarterback in that spot. It was pretty I, con- I can't even remember. It the was other pretty consensus. I don't think that there was like a big. It Maybe was if all, Pete wants to look up the other quarterbacks of the two thousand and whatever draft, Peyton Manning's year. Yeah, Peyton Manning's year. So either way, I'm just saying when you when you're looking at Ryan Leaf, you're looking at number two in the list, and that's the real number one all time bust because Jamarcus Russell got paid all that money. He was. Picked first and overall. And that was when the, the salaries and were maybe, still crazy. Maybe it wasn't a clear cut number one overall pick, like in the case with Peyton Manning, where it was like, you know, they kind of reached on him. There was other prospects that were maybe as good. And for whatever reason, he was just the size. They fell in love with it. I think it was right around when Culpepper was doing well. Mm. So they figured you know, there was the prototype the out there. Re- yeah. yeah. Got it. And. Jamarcus Russell just just lied. He was fat, lazy. He didn't didn't he lie about doing yeah, the ta- he, or studying tape? They gave him they gave him like a blank film to watch, and they asked him the next day, "Did you watch the film?" And they asked to like to break it down, and he was like, "Oh," and he just made up shit. And they were like, "Dude, it was blank. <laughs> there wasn't even anything on the film. <laughs> you so fucking good. idiot." Pete, what do we got, man? Who are the other quarterbacks in that draft? 
So quarterbacks, I was just going through the uh, overall draft. The Cardinals, uh, they drafted Andre Wadsworth, the, the third overall pick. That's that was not a quarterback. Uh, not a quarterback. I was a defensive end. We're looking at uh, – He's gone. I'm really scrolling. You're I'm, fired. We're, all right, hold on. <laughs> all right, we'll get back <laughs> to Pete. To overall, we'll get back to Pete because maybe we picks. jumped a gun on Wadsworth was actually – Here we go. Here we go. Here right, here second we go. round, 60th overall pick. Charlie Batch to the Charlie to Batch, Lions. bro. Charlie Batch is better than so, Ryan Lee. So there was no, journeyman. But but the point that I'm making is there was no quarterback at number two that correct the Chargers Charlie Batch picked. is not going number two exactly. Right. There was no quarterback at number two. Okay. So continuing on this list, good call. Uh, Tony Mandarin. And this is this is your boy, not my Packer. boy at all. Definitely. Your I boy. actually give him credit. He he found peace with this whole situation that he's in. And now I'm going to rattle off a couple names that went around when Tony Mandridge got picked. So the 1989 draft, historically, to me, when I was growing up, I always thought it was the most loaded draft with Troy the players Aikman. that were in the league at the time. Um, Tony Mandridge is in the top five. He was picked second overall. All the other second four overall. players in the top five of that draft are Hall of Famers. Dallas Cowboys had the first pick, selected Troy Aikman. Then you go Tony Mandridge, two overall to Green Bay. I'm going to name the next three names for you real quick. Barry Sanders. Yikes. Derek Thomas. Okay. And your boy, Primetime, Deion Sanders. So What a draft. That is a really big now, bust. How, I was going to say, you might even move this guy up yeah, based off the situation. On, and now we're, we could even go deeper into this draft where you got 89, Steve, Steve Atwater. You got Jeff Logman, Andy Heck. These are all guys that played in the league. And guys, I think Andy Heck was the same position, right? So... That's crazy. You don't that take is, these guys two overall, but the fact that there was a four Hall of Famers, three Hall of Famers still on the board that were like in the conversation at the time, it wasn't like these guys were picked twentieth overall and they ended up having a Hall of Fame career. Like right. you're talking about top five draft picks, all of them were in the conversation at two. Yeah. Wow. Good call. Number four, Heath Schuler on this list. Uh is <sighs> The Redskins were always what, bad. What, what pick was that, he overall third? Schuler was the third overall pick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he came out with the same draft class as like a Trent Dilfer. Um, so they all stink. Maybe Rick Meyer. Like I'm not sure. If no, they, I Rick might be Meyer's getting the years older. wrong. 93. Yeah, Rick, Ma- Rick Meyer was 93. Yeah, but then Trent Dilfer wasn't 93. He was older. 90, than that. They're pretty close. If they're a year older, two years older. All right. But anyway, no. There's too many loaded as quarterbacks that got selected one overall that didn't pan out. Truth. Uh, Charles Rogers comes in at number five. This is when the the Detroit Lions were in this we need a receiver every year mode. And this dude definitely didn't pan out. He he was picked second overall. Charles Rogers was second overall. What about Roy Williams? He was like pick fifth. Detroit has a lot of these. Dallas traded the first round pick for Roy Williams. And I almost threw up. Roy Williams, there's been two high first round picks used on Roy Williams services in the league. And <laughs> none of them panned out. Uh, number six, Art Schleider. Fourth overall pick. In the- Schlichter. Schleichter? I don't know. Uh, two back-to-back Colts, actually. Number seven on this list. The first overall pick, Steve uh, Emptman. Emptman. Steve Emptman? Sure. But uh, as you round this list out, you okay, know. And Sanchez doesn't belong on this list. Well, uh, hold on. Well, he's not on this list. I'm uh, talking about this list that, that came up that was posted. Oh, okay. Eight is Achilles Smith. Again. Sanchez is not on that list? No, he's not. He's not. But number nine on this list is Matt Leinart. He's oh, maybe that's who I was that's talking you, about. I think you were thinking yeah. about both USC quarterbacks, by the way. Um, and then <clears throat> rounding out number 10, Blair Thomas. Now, I have discrepancies because there's a couple guys that we found on the internet, and we, 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 I think they deserve a, a fair a, 
It's almost they deserve to be on this list. They deserve a fair shake. This is the list you don't want to be on ever. Um, Where's Boz, bro? Yeah, Bosworth. Come on, man! Like the guy, first of all, might be the coolest guy to ever come out of college football. What draft pick was he overall? I don't know, Pete. Look that up because I I, Brian Bosworth. What pick overall was he? I think that the. The pick that you're picked at has to factor in. That's why Leonard's got to be off this list. If you're going to put a bust on, I would put Johnny Manziel on there before a Leonard, even though he was picked later. But there's just RG3. Yeah. We could go on and on. Oh, no. You want to hear? See, this doesn't count then. Don't even worry about it, Pete, because I found it. (laughs) What good are you? 1987, he was in the supplemental draft. But I thought he had such big, like, clout. Like, he was was coming out of the draft like uh, he was going to be a freaking gangbuster. Like, kicked out Oklahoma for steroids, given a 10-year, $11 million contract by the Seahawks in the supplemental draft. A million dollars a year. That was big money. Big money back then. Big money back then. Bo Jackson ran him straight over. Supplemental draft in 87, out of the league by 89. Can you name another guy that's a bust that came out of the supplemental draft? It was a lot more recent. It's a trivia. Go go ahead. Uh, I don't have any. you have any merch to give me? Terrell Terrell Pryor, who turned into a freaking receiver. Who had a good year. He had like 16 TDs, I think, that one year with Cleveland. I think, he, yeah, he wound up being a way better receiver for one, for than one he was year, quarterback. For one year, but. Uh, uh, who else? Tim Couch? I think he, you know, he was highly touted Why, out of Kentucky. I, I think it'll be more, I think it was also Hawaii Mike. Shout out to Hawaii Mike for the second mention on the, the wow. top social. I'm pretty sure it was him who posted, we need to start putting the, the GM that drafted these players next to them so they could go down in history along with them. Because right. I, you know, that's a great point. The the general managers kind of skate by in, in history. Maybe some some hardcore fans of the teams will know, but as far as, you know. Right, they're like behind the scenes The court assholes. of public opinion. The players are the ones that go down as the, the, the bums, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Where, well, the GMs were the guys that drafted them and believed in these players and the ones that actually put all the stock in to create the bust. Cor- correct. Very that's a solid point. Um, I got one more. Um, definitely a big bust in football and in life because he's dead. Lawrence Phillips. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we would talk like that. Ray Carruth. You know, he, t- he, he was picked ninth overall. He was in jail for like murdering his uh, pregnant wife or oh, something. Oh, wow. That's, that's impressive. Unbelievable. But uh, you got anybody else that you wanted to throw out there? No. Okay, good. No. But draft bust. That's a hey, listen, it's a funny conversation because again, we're one week removed for that, out of the draft. I think it's great. But there was one thing that really, really got us going. Um which I'm call uh this week. Um and it comes from Jay Devlin. And it's a great segue into I guess you can call it the culture of sports. You know, because this is where we're at now. There we're at a time where celebrations in any sport, you know, are a big deal. Um, and he posted the insane bat flip that went down. I mean, look, we'll talk about the bat flips. This one in particular, the guy threw it to Mars. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just, I, I don't know if, even if I'm in the biggest moment of my life, I mean, this is minor league baseball, and it's, it's April, May. You know what I mean? So how big is the game? So even if I if I had a walk off home run game seven in October, I might go as far as flicking it off to the side, but with authority, Joey Bat style. We'll talk about him in a second. But this guy threw it to the moon, and there was a lot of guys that are in the comments. To me, I think there's two ways. Two ways you can look at it. 
it's great for the game is one or B get off my lawn. I'm an old head and I can't tolerate this kind of shit. Gooch, uh, what side of the fence uh, do you I roll on? emoji at that? Honestly, come on, man. What are we what are we talking about here? These guys ain't even watching baseball anyway. It's the same song right, and dance. Right, so this is something that comes up on their feet. Like, yeah, like what happened the same, to the game? It's the same song and dance I hear about guys that talk shit about, and I don't mean to go here again, but they talk shit about LeBron James. And I'd be like, how many games in the how many NBA games have you watched in the last two decades? And I'd be like, none. I hate the NBA. I'd be like, so how the fuck do you know anything about <laughs> any of this? Very true. The the baseball right now. Specifically Major League Baseball, because this isn't a Major League incident that we're talking about. We'll, we'll touch on that in a bit. But specifically Major League Baseball, typically for the last couple of years, I don't know the numbers this year. But if I was to guess, I would say that the ratings are down just because they, that's the way they've been trending. I feel like they last might, year they got a, it, it was a skewed number because everybody was thriving for sports. Fine, you know, so no fine. matter what came, it could have been cricket. And people were just like, I need to watch my fantasy cricket team or some shit. You know, so all sports... Got a surge last year. Now you're getting back to the normal. Exactly. Who likes it's, what? It's not like baseball players are out here doing dances and things like that. It's it's emotion. It's raw emotion. It might be some planning to it, and but it's emotion. If when you when when someone scores a touchdown and they celebrate with their teammates, emotion. Like if Jordy Nelson never showed anybody up, but he got pumped when he scored. And he was like a quiet guy, but when he scored, he was showing that he was excited. There's nothing wrong with that. Why in baseball do they, these these young kids that are performing out there on the big stage with fans and and like and at stars, a way better level than we've and, ever seen? And, and we could talk about it. How hard is it to hit a fucking baseball? And how hard is it to strike out Albert Pujols in a big spot? They're both really hard, you know. So if you do it. Or not even Albert Pools. It could be a rival team that's just... It could be Brett fucking Gardner. It could be the Phillies-Met situation. You, who knows? Have fun. I'm know? with it. I'm, and, I'm so... I think it's great for the game. It's great for... You know, look. Do you, Again, I go back to, like, Steph Curry, right, in basketball. I don't like the guy. I don't like his shtick. I don't like the fact that, like, yes, he's a... Oh, Dave, when it comes to the NBA, you are the get-off-my-lawn guy. I am a '90s Knicks yeah, fan. Yeah, he's the get off my long guy. No, he it doesn't, doesn't make like, me yeah, get off yeah, my yeah, long yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. It makes me I like old school basketball no, more than I like you, new school. You're, you are who you are. I'm not. I'm so, not. So, but I'm to, saying I'm, like I'm Steph Curry, me, but, right? But you, you know, you don't like LeBron. You don't like Steph Curry. I can't. I find it impossible to not like those two guys. I'm saying Steph Curry gets past half court. Oh, I get what you're saying. Rolls it up. What he does for the game. But I'm. But now, a, but now these another, kids. Yeah. Now the kids are gonna think. Well, if I could just turn into. A guy that can hit half court shots, then I, I'm going to be in the NBA. Yeah, well, then it's instead up to, of it, learning how to box it's, out, it's, follow it's your shots. It's like also that. it's also going to create kids that just drain threes easily, and there's going to be those guys that are be like, "Wow, look what Steph Curry changed the game. These kids are even better than him." That's what that's going to do, and there's still going to be coaches in the league and scouts that once it's all that, you're going to see the NBA team that has all size win. It's it's. You're still going to always need okay. centers. You're still going to need to protect the rim. It's different, but the game progresses in all sports. Look at the way they play defense in the NFL now. They can't hit the quarterback. Brady's 43. You think that he could have played till 43 if he played in the 80s and 90s? Not a shot. Not even a fucking chance. Not a shot. So the game has changed across the board in all sports. NHL, you know, like they're trying to call for player safety. Back in the day, if you wore a helmet... In the NHL, you were a pussy. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was like one last of the Mohegans on the Rangers team that walked around. Not all us. change is good, but this isn't changing the way the game is being played. This is just this is childish uh, on the people that don't like it. Just now, let it go. all right, so so you're in favor of the emotion and the celebration and all that stuff. But now, what do you think about possible repercussions from 
pitchers and guys that are pissed off and well, managers that are saying next time you throw at his chin. Like what, well, what, how do you feel about that? Well, I feel that that's part of the game as well. And I'm excited by it. That's part of the reason why I like the bat flip. I think there's, there's two sides of this now. I think it's kind of shitty for someone to throw at somebody for celebrating. I think that there's, there's instances, there's situations in baseball where it does warrant a little brushback or a little, you know, sure. You hit someone in the back. I love it when the Yankees do it. So I can't sit here and talk shit. I think that it's good for the game, but you can't hurt people because they hit a home run off of you. Now, let's talk about repercussions. If you get hit with a baseball and you're carrying a bat in your hand, like the pitcher is not allowed to just, you know, that's assault. You can't throw at somebody with a baseball in the street. You know, and if, and if <laughs> the guy had true. a bat in his hand and you hit him with a baseball, he's probably going to beat the shit out of you with a bat. So why does the bat, batter have to drop his bat after he was just hit with a, a weapon? Very good point. Right? <laughs> Where's the, the hitter's retaliation? In fact, you could make the point that the hitter might be retaliating off of getting struck out two seasons ago and the guy celebrated and he's like, I'm going to get that motherfucker back. And he hits a home run. And you know what? He celebrates because he was showed up, shown up two years ago. Yeah, there's two sides of the fence. There's a lot of history, deep history with a lot of these guys. They played in college against each other. They played in the minors against each other. And then they played the majors against each other. These guys have been playing against each other for a long time. There's deep history with the players. Let it go. Let them let the players do it on their own. Pete, you had something. Uh, we pulled up an interesting quote from Trevor Bauer and Trevor Bauer is one of my favorite people in the league. And I think, you know, most of this stuff, this, this sheds amazing light on. Yeah. This so Pete, what was it? Yeah, so here's a quote. He said, I like it. I think that pitchers who have that done to them and react by throwing at people, getting upset and hitting people or whatever, I think it's pretty soft. If you give up a home, if you give up a home run, a guy should celebrate it. It's hard to hit in the big leagues. I'm all for it, and I think it's important that the game moves in that direction and we stop throwing at people because they celebrated having some success on the field. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Like that, that and, is and, literally what you and should I, say. What I take from that more so, job, than, more so than anything is that it's hard to hit in the big leagues. Now, it's we're hard to, to hit in the, in the, in the travel team. I struck, out <laughs> look, I struck out looking in men's in Slow 6 12 co-ed softball <laughs> last night. So, yes, it's definitely hard to hit in the big leagues. And it's so hard to hit in the big leagues that – if you go 30% for your career and you have a you're a, 15, Hall, of you're a Hall of Famer, <laughs> name me a sport where 30% is, is all-time great. Not good. Not good at all, actually. Maybe there like, is a if sport you, If you there. have a 30% completion percentage as a quarterback, you stink. You know what I mean? If, you have 30, if you're shooting 30% from the field from the NBA, you're maybe, terrible. Maybe hockey. I, I mean, what, three out of ten shots? Then, yeah, that kind of – yeah. If you have a 30% like – Shot to score ratio, then I, yeah, I think that's pretty good. But again, I don't even think they keep that stat. But I also, I'm sure they do. I'm sure, they but do. I'm, but I don't even think that that really factors much in. It's like the goalie sometimes fucks up. Sometimes, yeah, you know, yeah, you're right, you're right. There's so, a lot of things that factor. But in. again, the bat flips, they're changing the game. Um, I'm a fan of it, especially when it's our guys. You know, when it's not that that that's what kind of pisses us off. But again, yeah, and then look, I talked to like Nick Shine, right? The other night, we're talking through uh, Messenger during the Yankees-Astros game. And, and a couple of Yankees get plunked, right? He's like, you, you got to throw at him now. You got to. You have to avenge. And I'm like, I see the emotion part of it. Like, I, I, like we're talking bat flips aside. Now we're talking, like, shot for shot. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's necessary um, because you don't know how, how – what you don't know the merit. Super you don't know necessary. The, Oh yeah, you think so? <laughs> I think it is necessary. And in, in, to plunk them just right back, not right back. Not you have to know for a fact that there's intent. Right now, 
being that it's the Astros, you have to assume the opposite because there, it's so much. Like, you have to really be positive because there is beef. So things could bubble over quick. You have to really be positive that, the, that it was intentional. Do you think it was honestly intentional? No. I don't either. I know. And I think that in baseball, when you you might think that, oh, shit, if I hit somebody, they're going to, you know, it just, you get that worm in your head. Right. And now he's, he's well, you got to go inside in the majors, I otherwise have, you'll get beat up. I have a question to close this out. And this will be, this conversation will be picked up on the Chop Sports Podcast this week. Bigger rival right now, Red Sox or Astros to the Yankees? Well, the, right now. Right now, it's not even a question. It's the Red Sox. They're in first place. Wow, completely off where I was going to go with it. I, I think that I would rather, like, yes, you want to win a division and you want to get to, you know, get to the playoffs. You'll never talk. You'll, but I am forever, forever, never, ever, ever will I forget what the Astros did to oh, baseball. Oh, never, never, ever. But And that's why no matter what, like, everything that Altuve got the other night was justified. I don't really justified. have a deep hatred for the city of Houston no. as a whole. The like Astros I, like franchise, I do, like I do, and I guess I'm basing it off my <laughs> own hatred. They're going through a lot, man. But, but let's, <laughs> so. let's when it goes down in history, maybe you could say like right now, are the Yankees more excited and they're like they have a little chip, bigger chip on their shoulder when they're playing the Astros? Probably, but I think that when we're talking about July baseball and the Yankees are two games out and it's the Red Sox series, you're going to see that you're always going to hate the Red yeah. Sox. But and I'm just saying right now that the, the we're pulse talking of about the f- we're talking about the. Biggest rivalry in all of sports, arguably, with the Yankees Red Sox. Very true. So I don't I'm see just, how I, anything tops that. Well, again, you say all of sports because of the history. Yeah. I'm talking like right now. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the Phillies was, and the when Mets. When we were locked in here, right me, you and Pete watching this shit yesterday, we were like, we're locked in and we're in, we're in May. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so how locked in should you be on a baseball game in May? So it was, it was as locked in as. It was nice to see the Yankees locked in. And well. solid work to find the uh, the Yes app for our TV. So that, that works out nice. So with that being said, another Chop Social comes and goes. And uh, the next time you hear our voices, will be on Sunday night for the Chop Sports Podcast. So for Sturch and Gooch and intern Pete, we'll see you next time. Binging and zinging.